0: welcome 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 back to locked on 76ers i'm your host keith pompey happy wednesday to you It's wednesday may the 19th today's episode is brought to you by locker room download the locker room app from the ios app store and find one of our locked locked on rooms locker room changing the way we talk sports what's up mark how you doing today brother Hi, Keith. Good to see you. Yeah, great to see you. So I have my man Mark Narducci back on here, and uh, we have Mark hasn't been on for a while. I've been doing a lot of things solo this year. Well, actually, the whole thing solo. But we're back, and we want to talk about the Sixers' possible or potential first-round opponents. You know, Mark, what they do is they open up against – well, they open up on Sunday, game one of the first-round playoffs against the AFC – but that won't be decided until Thursday night. And the two teams are going to be the Washington Wizards or the Indiana Pacers. And I just want to ask you your impressions of these two teams. And who do you think is going to be a better matchup? Um, what, well, I mean, what stands out? I mean, who do you think is going to be the best matchup for the Sixers? Well, I think they
1: have a better. I think they're going to clean up against either team, Keith. But I, I think that Washington would be the easier matchup right now. Now, people say, "Well, what are you talking about?" They they were the hottest NBA team uh, coming into the play, and they they won fifteen out of the last twenty games, and that's true. But after seeing them against Boston, I you saw a lot of holes with them. So I I think Indiana, which beat the Sixers last week, albeit without uh, Joel Embiid and three other players. Uh, I think it will be a tougher matchup for
0: the Sixers. Yeah, when, when you saw that game last night, I mean, when I watched it, um, you know, I'm, I'm talking about the second game. The first one, it was like halftime. I cut it off. Like, seriously. You know what I mean? I, I started, like, cleaning up and doing some things. I mean, <laughs> seriously. Like, yeah, because uh, my daughter's getting a, a new bedroom set, so I'm trying to, like, you know, get things situated. But um, that second game, it looked like to me that, you know, Boston looked like Boston early on, and then they looked like Boston in the second quarter. Washington comes back, and then it just seems like, you know, Washington forgot a lot of the things that they did before, before, you know, uh, they they took off. It became more of like trying to be a two-man show, but both of these guys were kind of sort of struggling a little bit. I mean, Bradley Bill got his legs underneath him, but Russell just looked, didn't look like the Russell Westbrook that – I was expecting to see.
1: Yeah, no, no question about it. uh First of all, about Bradley Beal, I I think he's far less than a hundred percent coming back from that hamstring injury. He he lost three games, then he came back for the season finale. Didn't shoot well there. Didn't shoot well last night. And Russell Westbrook, yeah, but just just wasn't there. But the problem with the Wizards was their three point shooting. Keith, they were yeah. three for twenty one. Uh, you're not going to win many games when when you're three for 21, and uh, that that was a big problem. And and when they couldn't hit the three, they didn't have any other answers.
0: then. No, nah, they didn't. And and that's the thing. Now, one thing I will say is Ish Smith played well. You yeah, know, he did. did. He played well, and it was one of those where you say, "Oh, do we continue to ride the hot hand?" <laughs> but you know, you can't when you have these other type of guys. The thing is, you know, I, I looked at that team, and outside of Ish, I really can't say if anybody else stepped up. You know, like, in, in amongst the supporting cast. You know what I mean? It's kind of like with the Sixers, if Joel Embiid isn't doing well and or Tobias Harris, you know, sometimes you look at it and you say, well, is Steph Curry going to step up? Is Shake Milton going to give you something off the bench? I just really didn't see it, you know what I mean, from them. It, it looked like a lot of guys say, okay, here are our two stars. We want them to bring us home, but they just couldn't do it. Yeah,
1: and, and the other thing, Keith, is um... – they don't have any front-court defense. I mean, Tatum had 50 points, and he kind of reminds you a little bit about what Joel Embiid will do because he got to the foul line. He made all 17 of his foul shots, and that's the same with Embiid. He's an excellent foul shooter. Uh, they have no answer for him inside, so their front-court defense really, really shaky, uh, and, and that, that really hurt them too against the Celtics.
0: Yeah. Now, are you are you a little concerned? Let's just say if they do win. Let's say if they do win. Uh, the attack mode that Westbrook brings and and if Bradley Bill gets his legs underneath him, if he somehow gets to play a little bit, I mean, if he plays better, I mean, are they a concern to you?
1: They're not a concern, but that is a concern. You you, you definitely, I mean, they're a talented back court. Let, Let's face it. Remember, Bradley Field went for 60 against the Sixers, and it, it still wasn't good enough earlier this year. But uh, they are explosive, and they're they're good enough to you know beat the Sixers in a game, maybe two, although I, although I doubt it. So, sure, that has to be a concern. Uh, but they they need guys like Davis, Burton sh- shooting well. They they just need they just need more than those two, and I, I'm not sure they have a whole lot more than than, than that.
0: Yeah, you're right. Now, let me let me tell you this, man. I don't know if you're familiar with this lock, but it's called Locker Room, right? Locker Room is the p- perfect place to start or join conversation about the NBA. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and, of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, MLB, and NHL. I'll be joining the app soon, so be sure to get started, and I'll meet you there. What you need to do is go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all those devices I talked about, right? Be sure to create a profile, Profile, excuse me. link your Twitter, and join the NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA group. Yes, I'm asking you to do all four, right? You'll get the latest league updates, right? You'll find incredible rooms around your favorite team and leagues, right? Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports, right? All right, Mark. Now, I just want to let people know that Mark and I, we in addition to being on this podcast, we both cover the Sixers for the Philadelphia Inquirer. You could go to inquire.com. And you can read our stuff daily. You can go to uh, go pick up a Philadelphia Inquirer. You can pick up a Philadelphia Daily News, right? But the best thing to do also is follow us on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at at Pompeii on Sixers. You can follow Mark on Twitter at S J Nard. You know Mark's in the Hall of Fame for South Jersey Sports. That's why he goes by S J Nard. Isn't that one of the reasons? South- so I'm,
1: I'm a South Jersey guy. That's that's my uh, yeah, that's yeah. In deference to South Jersey, I love
0: the place. Yeah. So that so that's um, so you could do that, but um, I'm telling you, um, do that today. And if I, this is the only podcast that covers the Sixers that comes five days a week. Now, Mark, here's the thing: we talk about the Indiana Pacers, right? Um, you know, I looked at the Indiana Pacers yesterday, and and part of it said to me, "Wow." They're ready for the moment. Another thing said, wow, Charlotte is not ready for the moment. And you look around and you're saying to yourself, this should have been the game that Charlotte should have won going away. And I know that this Indiana team beat the Sixers um, last week. I get that, right? But when you look at a playoff format, a one-and-done type of game, and this team has so many players out that they had, you know, and they still were able to beat up on, on, um, on uh, Charlotte, the way they were. I mean, does Indiana scare you a little bit?
1: They don't scare me that much, but uh, one thing about Charlotte, they're a different team without Gordon Hayward. Uh, Keith. Uh, they, they just kind of fell apart once he, he had that, what turned out to be a season ending injury. Um, what the one thing about the Pacers is they, they have a lot of grit and, and, some of it comes from your friend, uh, T.J. McConnell. I, I think he's just given them a tremendous lift uh, whenever he's in the game. We know he's a, he's a staunch defender. Uh, and, and I think that his attitude will permeate throughout the team. So I don't think they're going to be intimidated by, by the Sixers. And the other thing is, I think Sabonis is maybe one of the more underrated all-stars. He's a two-time all-star. He almost had a triple double last night. He, he's averaged a double double, and he's a, he's averaged like six assists as well. So I think he's a he's a he's a very dangerous player. I just think that that they just have no answer for Embiid. I think Embiid's going to get fouled a lot inside, and 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 I I think that that's going to be the main difference.
0: Yeah, um, you know, uh, uh, the the thing about that is that. They're not scared of the Sixers, right? They're not. Um, you know, Malcolm Brogdon, I, I think that he's going to make a little bit more of a difference than they did before. In a seven-game series, I mean, I'm, I'm just under the assumption we both think it's going to be Indiana who's going to win, right? We do right yeah, we now. Do. Yeah, we do. So, assuming if Indiana wins, you know, I, I, I think that it's going to be a – I'm not saying they're going to go to six games or anything like that. But I do think that they're going to be competitive. I think that the fact that I know Joel Embiid didn't play the last game, I know Shake Milton didn't play, Concord Korkmaz or Matisse Thibel. but I think the fact that they were without three starters, the sixth man, and then the seventh, and then the backup point guard, because one of the starters was the point guard and then the backup point guard, I kind of think that this team is going to come in with some swag. They're going to say, hey, look, Sixers, we're not afraid of you. We're going to try to go at you. And like you said, Sabonis is underrated. Now, again, I'm not saying they'll beat them in in the seven-game series, and I don't even know if they'll win two games. I just think that it's going to be a physical matchup, and I feel like with T.J. McConnell, there's two guys that you really don't want to play, former Sixers, T.J. McConnell and Jimmy Butler. Because both of them feel like, "Hey, you guys didn't pick me, <laughs> you know what I mean, you guys didn't pick me, and I'm gonna make you pay and as good as Maxie has been lately, there was one guy who got who really shut him down, and that was t j McConnell, you know, so so those are my things, but again, it's like this team, this Indiana team, like you know we're hearing all this stuff about how. The coach is going to be fired. They don't. They don't uh, like them. You know, I was expecting them to say, "Okay, well, let's let's lay down. <laughs> let's just end the season now. We'll get a new coach." And and they played. Again, I know Charlotte wasn't ready for the moment, but they looked good to me last night.
1: They did, and you know, Keith. If Indiana or if Washington, whoever wins we'll be coming into the uh, Philadelphia with a little bit of momentum. The Sixers will not have played for really more than a week because their starters didn't play in that last game. So if if, if any game is there to be stolen, it would be game 1 in the series. And then if that happens, it could just kind of change things a little bit. So so I think that you know, if you're looking at those underdogs, that that might be that might be something. I still don't fear them. I fear that the Pacers more than I, I do the Sixers, and as you mentioned, I, I I do like the grit of the Pacers, and I and I think either team understands they're playing with house money. No one expects them to do anything, and uh, so in that sense, if they can put early pressure on the Sixers, it'll it'll be interesting at least.
0: Now watch—we're both we're both saying Indiana, and watch—it's going to be Washington, yeah,
1: because I mean, they you have like the
0: to travel to their 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 anyway.
1: Home, I mean, they're the they're home. They're, they're going to be playing
0: this game. It very, much, very well could be the Wizards. Very well could be the Wizards. Now, let me talk to you guys about Bilt Bar. Now, Mark, I don't know if I talk to you a lot about Built Bar, but, man, mm, if you haven't had one, I, you need to go get one. Let me tell you something. Mark, I'm in love with chocolate. I love it a little bit too much, so that was part of my COVID problem. But when I have a Bilt Bar is a protein bar, but I it, I imagine that is a chocolate bar. It tastes like a chocolate candy bar to me, right? The good thing about it is, you know, when you eat a chocolate candy bar, it has all those calories, right? The average built bar, right? The average built bar has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar and only 4 grams net carbs. Come on now. Come on, what can you can't you can't beat that, right? Let me let me tell you this. So what people need to do is, if they order today, they can get a raspberry or a mint brownie or whatever you like. Think about it, a mint brownie, Mark. A milk brownie. Oh man, that sounds like it's going to kill you, right, with calories. No, a hundred and seventy calories. So what I want people to do is go to builtbar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Do it today. See. Now, something else that I think that you guys could do, and I keep telling people that I'm not a gambling man, but it's something about bet online. I mean, I know I don't gamble. Sorry, I just never have. But at the same time, I like what the people at bet online do. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in sw- full swing and you can track all the action on bet online. Before the next pitch, head over to bet online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great great sporting news. Sign up bonuses and con- contest information, right? Bet online, your online sports book. Use the promo code locked on. Do that today. Now, Mark, I have a question I want to ask you. So, full disclosure, we debate a little bit about the Sixers defense, right? And <laughs> I mean we do. We um, debate a lot about the Sixers defense. Yeah, a lot. And and like I, I get it. I understand what the numbers are. And you know, I had a guy yesterday a friend of mine called me, and he was like, hey, man, Danny Green statistically has great numbers. And I didn't even really look into that. And I was like, wow, you know what? I mean, like, talking about analytics, right? His analytics are great on the defensive end. So I'm like, wow, that's good. And I know the whole thing about Matisse Thibault. I know Joel Embiid is a quality defender. I know Ben Simmons is a front runner to get defensive player of the year, right? But I think that their stats are kind of skewed. A little bit. And the reason why I'm saying that is because whenever they play a quality team, like a really good, legit team, I don't see the defense. I just don't. But when they go up against Atlanta without Trey Young, they go up against uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, they go up against all these teams, uh, Orlando. Okay, I see it. But I'm supposed to see it because these teams are A, under man, B they're not on the same level as the six right so I don't know how good they are I mean I get it I know they have good individual people but I don't know if their defense is as good as their if they're ranked and I don't know if that defense is good enough to shut down Milwaukee to shut down Brooklyn and to shut down whoever comes out of the west
1: I, I disagree with you, Keith. I, I, I think that um, I, I think Ben Simmons, uh, I'm not sure he's going to be defensive player of the year. I think Rudy Gobert is going to have a lot to say about that. Uh, but I, 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 if he's not a lockdown defender, and I know quicker players off the dribble sometimes give him, give him a problem. That's the same with Matisse Thybul. But by and large, um, you know, you, you can put him on anybody, as they say, one through five. I think Embiid and is underrated almost on defense just because of how dominating he's been on offense. Uh, I think Thibault might be the best off-the-ball defender uh, in the NBA. Danny Green, 34 years old. He's not the defender he was a few years ago, uh, but he's still solid. He's a great, great in positioning. And I think they just got George Hill, and I know George is 35, but I think he's going to be playing a lot in the postseason. And I think, you know, you put those those guys on the court, that's a tough team to score on. Now, you know, there are some teams like Brooklyn, no matter who you put out there, they're going to score. So they'll be tested. You're right. You mentioned the Miami game, but, but I also say in the Miami game, the offense was a big problem as well. They only scored 94 points in that game. I – I think they have the defense, and in fact, I think the defense is the reason why I think they can come out and win the Eastern Conference Championship.
0: But do you think they they can shut down the Big Three, or at least contain the Big Three?
1: Well, here's the problem. I don't know, to be honest with you. And the problem with the Big Three is, it's not just the Big Three. They have Joe Harris, who led the NBA in three-point shooting. I mean, they have other people there, too. Uh so so that's why they, they are so powerful. I think they have as good a chance of doing it as anybody. And I'll come back the other end. Does Brooklyn have any any answer for Joel Embiid? I don't think so. I think he's he's got like a sixteen free throw attempt game against them anytime he wants it. Yeah,
0: and then the thing about uh Milwaukee, the question is Giannis destroys the Sixers. Now, again, they have yet to play them in a playoff series. But it's just certain teams that guys come and you're like, uh-oh, he's about to give them 30. And that's Giannis, right? He just destroys them. I mean, you pit Ben Simmons on him. Ben Simmons can't handle him. You pit Joel on him. Joel tries, but Giannis is too quick for him. You know, yeah. it, it, and then you put Joel on uh, their center, uh, Lopez. And, you know, he's like – a stretch five and Joel can't get out there. So it, it's like a bad matchup for them. I mean, I get it. I get it. Now here's the thing. Like Matisse, you know, I, I think that Matisse is a underrated defender. And I know we talk about it and all that. Because when you look at Ben, yes, Ben guards one through five, right? Matisse can start in the guard one through four now, right? Um, with that. And if you notice a lot of times like Ben typically goes after the head of the snake, so to speak. Like, let's just say, if they play the Washington Wizards, Ben is going to be on Westbrook, and then and then uh, Matisse is going to be one of the guys rotating on Bill, right? So there's a lot of times where, you know, Ben. I think I do think Ben's going to win. I do, in my opinion, I think Ben's going to win the Defensive Player of the Year, right? In my opinion, um but I do think that what Matisse does is very underrated because, yes, Ben guards a lot of different players, but Matisse always goes up against the guy who's been torching the Sixers. It's not Ben, it's Matisse.
1: Well, here's the one thing about Matisse. I think he can get beaten off the dribble by a lot of quick guys, and he does. What he does, though, with that seven-foot wingspan, he reaches around all the time and still gets gets a lot of steals. The other part where he is really dangerous is off the ball. He reminds me, Keith, of a free safety in football. Yeah. He's just got great anticipation. He makes a lot of his steals not against the guy he's guarding, but against passes, uh, uh, errant passes. So, and I think he was playing as well before he got hurt defensively as we've seen him in his two years. He's really been been in a groove. So, so I think he he's going to. It'd be a major factor. The only problem with him is you leave him on the court, you're not going to get a ton of offense either.
0: So Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. Him and Ben can't play together for too much, I mean, for a long period of time because of right. that for both of them. You're right. But I just wanted to get that debate out there, you know? <laughs> this thing, I just think they'll struggle. I mean, that's just me. Um, hey,
1: Keith, are we sure that Milwaukee beats Miami, by the way?
0: Uh... Because, you know what, Jimmy Butler has played, what was it, there was nine games against elite teams, the, like the Sixers, the the Bucks, and Brooklyn, or whatever, and whatever, he's only played in one. That was the one against the Sixers. And they're a completely different team with Jimmy. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah. you know, Jimmy's so good, and I know typically you don't do this because he missed so many games. Um, but I made him, like, third-team All-NBA because okay. of how good, you know, I felt like he was and how vital he is to that team. Um, when he's played, they're a completely different team. But, yeah, I mean, um, I think it will be tough for them, but they, they, they I, I do think Milwaukee will still get out. You know what I mean? I, I do. Um, but if not – then it's, I think it's going to be Brooklyn the Sixers, you know, in the Eastern Conference Finals. You know, I think, you know, it's going to be Brooklyn and the Sixers. You know, I, I, I used to feel good about the Knicks, um, but they played hard all year, like hard all year, which is great. But I felt like a lot of other teams have been resting players, so to speak. You know what I mean? So – when, when they when when they play a, a a first round matchup or a second round matchup, if they should get out of there, I think that that's when they're, they're like, "Whoa, these guys are tired." <laughs> you know what I mean? So we'll see. But uh, it was a heck of a year for for um, Thibodeau and and Julius Randle. So you know, all all credit Thibodeau will probably win coach of the year. Um, you know, I think what Doc Rivers did was amazing too. I mean, I honestly do because a lot of people had the Sixers picked outside of Philly. Had the Sixers picked fifth or sixth in the East,
1: and they There's ended no up fun.
0: winning it. They ended up winning it, and I. But I, I think that he gets a little overlooked just because of Embiid and Ben Simmons right now. But I think Doc Rivers is the real MVP of the team, and they deserve everything. But yeah, That's a
1: good point, Keith, because. Um... Listen, they had Simmons and uh, MB before Rivers got here. He got those two to play together, to buy into it. It's been a masterful job what he's done this year. I agree with you. I, you know, not just because we cover the team, but I, I think he's done as good a job as anybody in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, I voted for him for Coach of the Year. Uh, and guys like, oh, you love Doc Rivers. like, well, listen, I love what he did. I think he did a great job. No but, question. But hey, man, I want to thank you for joining the podcast. And again, tell people how they can follow you on Twitter uh, at sjnard and
1: and of course uh, at inquirer dot com. By the way, I hope people read the Inquirer story on Joel and B today. That Keith did really good story on uh, Embiid having a son. How much uh, that has uh, contributed to his maturity. Really a great read today, Keith.
0: Did uh, Kim uh, pay you to the, um, the uh, to say that <laughs> alright all right, man I want to thank you for joining I want to thank y'all for listening and have a great great day peace